Welcome to Love Rules, the radio ministry of Roxbury Presbyterian Church in Boston. My mom, Liz Walker, was Boston's first African-American television news anchor, but her most important job is what she does right now at RPC, preaching the good news about God's love. The Bible says, above all, love each other deeply because love covers a multitude of sins. How does that work? Join my mom now as she offers us Love Rules from Roxbury Presbyterian Church. Hi everybody, welcome to Love Rules. And today's message as we prepare for the New Year's, Radical Vision, Radical Love. And our text today, Matthew 5, 43 to 45, and then we'll go down to Matthew 6, 19 to 21. Of course, this is Jesus' Sermon on the Mount, when he gives a lot of, of virtues and values for believers. Matthew 5, 43, 45, you've heard that it was said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your father in heaven. He causes his son to rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. And then down to chapter 6, verse 19 to verse 21, do not store for yourselves treasures on earth where moths and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moths and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Imagine that you are living in a small fishing village on the shore of the Sea of Galilee and you hear about a young preacher and a teacher who's taking the countryside by storm. He has a really special charisma. He, he has a following that's growing bigger and bigger. He's been healing people and performing miracles and, and what he talks about is amazing. There are rumors that he may be the one who will lead your people out from under Roman oppression. Everybody says, you have to hear this young preacher. And so you go to the hillside outside of Capernaum where this young man, Jesus, is about to deliver his message. And you push your way through the big crowds. You find a spot on a gentle slope, not far from where he sits, surrounded by his disciples. You don't know what to expect. But when he opens his mouth, you are shocked. He says, the poor will inherit the kingdom of heaven, the meek will possess the earth. The peacemakers will be called children of God. These are strange words in a place where the rich control the kingdom, the powerful possess all the land, and the warriors are treated like gods. These words of Jesus are opposite anything you've ever heard, especially when he gets to the part instructing you to go the extra mile, turn the other cheek, and love your enemy. I wonder how many people on that mountainside just got up and walked away. This is an extreme message. These words uh, would have hit them like a ton of bricks because nobody had said anything close to that. The words haven't changed in 2,000 years. This is still what Jesus preaches today. The Sermon on the Mount is at the heart of how we are called to live the Christian life to give when others take, to serve where others refuse, to love our enemies? So what does that mean? Are we really expected to try to live this out day to day? Is that how we're trying to live? Especially, this is the age of Trump. I don't think Mr. Trump talks about loving enemies. 
You know, I think sometimes we prefer all of us to think of Jesus as this sweet and gentle friend who doesn't make too many demands on us, who holds baby lambs and has children following him all the time, who calls out softly, come to me, ye who are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And those are his words, and that is a part of who he is, but that's not all of who he is. There is much more to Jesus than that. And to limit Jesus to that scene is to limit ourselves because Jesus demands much more of us. His demands are extreme. Jesus is a radical. You see, he sees things for us that go beyond anything we can imagine. He commands us to love in a way that seems unreal. It is certainly uh, counterintuitive. But I suggest to you today that in the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus offers us a step-by-step guide to this impossible way of life. He offers a radical vision for a radical love. We tend to think of radical as edgy or extreme, like wearing tattoos or piercing your navel or maybe even calling for a revolution. You know, I grew up in the 60s and everybody was radical, but Jesus is a totally different kind of radical. (laughs) The general understanding of the Hebrew scriptures during Jesus's time was that God would establish a kingdom on earth by destroying his enemies. It was good to hate enemies who were not just sinners, but equally as importantly, they were nations who wanted to destroy Israel. You know, if you've been to Israel, there's a mountain that you can stand on and you can see all the enemies that are around this little country. And you can kind of understand how people would have that attitude of of destroying anything that was against us. But then Jesus steps into the spotlight and he says, no, we don't need to retaliate. You have heard it said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, Love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your Father in heaven. Now, this is not just difficult teaching. This is impossible, really. And it's not just about emotion. Jesus is really taking on the law here. And he said, I didn't come to abolish the law. I came to fulfill it. Because he knew the law, Moses' law, the Bible at that point, was more than just a confusing mass of rules. The law, as God laid it out, was about a heart or attitude. It was our expression of God's love. Radical, however, in the context of Jesus' definition. Because love, I mean, it takes love to the very edge. If you want to follow me, you have to deny yourself and take up your cross every day. That's a radical love for Jesus. But when you take up that cross and follow Jesus, you will go places you have never been before and you will do things you have never done before. That's radical vision for radical love. I am so thankful you've joined us today. Remember, Love Rules is totally listener-supported. Won't you make a donation right now to keep this program on the air? Log on to RoxburyPresbyterianChurch.org and click on Giving. That's RoxburyPresbyterianChurch.org. Click on Giving. Thank you. God bless you.
I like to go to the bookstore and I look uh, for information on vision and purpose. And there are all kinds of titles. Finding your place using uh, synchronicity and intuition. The Science of Getting Rich. <laughs> there are all kinds of books. And they have some good information. I'm not trying to put down reading these kinds of books. I've not read them from cover to cover. Uh, I'm not positive about all their content. But I, I don't think from what I've seen that they include any information from Jesus. And as far as I'm concerned, if Jesus is not a part of this book or that book or the book over there, then they're missing the most important point. You see, without Jesus, we are talking about limited vision. So those books that you are reading, that if they don't have Jesus in them, well, then I don't think you really need to focus on them because Jesus has the plan for creating the boundless vision for our lives. That's what I like to refer to as the radical vision, vision that focuses on treasures in heaven. You see, most of the books that we're going to read at the bookstore are going to tell us how to accumulate treasures here on earth, right? But, but that's not what Jesus wants us to remember. He wants us to not think about the treasures that the moths and the vermin are going to get into. He wants us to think about the treasures of eternity. <laughs> then you begin to see what God wants you to see, and that's radical. That's radical. That's extreme. That's, that's eternity. And then you begin to take godly actions that last. You see, the stuff of the world becomes unimportant. And I know, you know, it's easy for me to say that. I'm way past 60. And, and my life, you know, I've, I've lived the other life. I've lived the secular life. But I know that what I accumulated then, most of that stuff I don't even have now. And I'm really drawn to something eternal. I've been reading about the praying monks of Athos, and I believe that's in Greece. Their home is considered the oldest monastic community in the world. It's on a mountain, and all they do, hear me now, all they do is pray. That's all they do, 24-7, based on their love of God. And what makes their prayers so amazing and so radical is they do not necessarily see the results of their prayers. It does not matter to them. Because they know that prayer is a lasting treasure, you see? There are things that God gives us that we can't get from the world. And this notion of communicating with God, really partnering with God through prayer, is one of those lasting treasures. That's radical vision. That's radical love. David Platt, the author of Radical, Taking Back Your Faith, writes about believers all over the world who put their lives on the line for Christ. In China, Christians are persecuted with physical torture, solitary confinement, heavy labor for practicing their faith. They get nothing out of their actions save the knowledge that they are expressing their love of God. They are being obedient in their love for God. Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King led the civil rights movement not out of a political agenda, but out of the law of love for God. People forget about that. But love was at the root of nonviolent resistance. Radical vision is a vision that's so rooted in faith that one can take a stand against any social or cultural or, or even personal current that might pull others away. 
Radical vision is the vision for the long haul. And be that the social justice message of Martin Luther King, or be that the day-to-day prayers of those monks in Greece. The point is, God is the focus, God is the goal, and God is the means to, to do whatever it is you've been called to do. This love for God can really move you to a place that's way beyond anything you've ever known, and be that personal or be that political. I want you to have radical vision that will lead you to acts of radical love. God will tell you what they are, and God will tell you how to get there. But that's my prayer for you in the coming new year. Thanks for joining me. Be blessed. Thank you for tuning in. Roxbury Presbyterian Church is located at 328 Warren Street, right in the heart of Roxbury. Come worship with us on Sundays at 11 a.m. This is a listener-supported program. We invite you to partner with us and learn the many ways that love rules. Visit us on our website, RoxburyPresbyterianChurch.org, or call us at 617-445-2116. Love will reign if you let love